You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL tells you which side professional bettors are picking, provides real-time line movement and historical betting results. Get started today at BetQL.com. Also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat with you on this Wednesday and we bring in our friend Will Brinson. He hosts the Pick 6 Podcast, senior NFL writer for CBS Sports. Make sure you are following him on Twitter by his name, at Will Brinson. I've got some top shot questions for him coming up in a few minutes. Uh, but, Will, let's start uh, with the NFL. It's, I think it's pretty cool to see some player recruitment, seeing more of that in the NFL in recent seasons. And we're going to see plenty of that this offseason. And it's happening with J.J. Watt. Uh, when it comes to Watt, Rumors flying everywhere, all sorts of links, all sorts of teams, chatter. Um, do you really care where Watt goes, and does it matter? Uh, yeah, I care where J.J. Watt goes. He's a Super Hall of Famer, and I think that if he goes to the right spot, you could end up in a situation where he dramatically improves whatever team he's on. I mean, look, he's not, he's not going to be J.J. Watt Defensive Player of the Year, borderline MVP candidate. You know, like you're not getting that from him in 2021. I mean, that's, you know, it's just the reality of the situation. But if you get 16 games from him, he's a difference maker. Um, you know, Sam Monson at, at Pro Football Focus wrote a story and he's spot on about it. I mean, whoever gets J.J. Watt doesn't need to try to use him the way the Texans did the last few years. Move him inside and let him be old J.J. Watt and operate, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the way that he did uh, in, in, in the past. And I think, you know, if you do that, especially for a team like, I mean, I think the Chiefs or the Packers, you know, make a lot of sense because they they struggled against the run at times. And, you know, I mean, just, you know, from a, even if it's a rotational situation, like you don't have to get 100% of the snaps over 16 games from J.J. Watt. You know, and J.J. Watt, I don't think, wants to go to some team that sucks again and play, you know, and play. He'd rather, he'd rather go be a guy who makes a, a big impact on like a 75% snap basis for a, a team that's contending for the Super Bowl then go to some you know bad team and make seventeen million dollars again. Uh, you know, I, like I just think I think I think he is going to justifiably ring chase here, and and I don't blame him one bit. Well, you brought up uh, Green Bay, and that's the thing that I'm wondering is you know because they got their own guys that they do have to pay this off season. They're probably not going to pay Aaron Jones, but Jamal Williams, Corey Lindsley, uh, they don't have a whole lot of money right now. How much do you think it would cost to bring in a guy like JJ Watt? And also, you brought up you know the injury history. He played 16 games this season, but do you think that that's possible? You know, as his body looks like it's starting to break down a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, you remember he was due 17 million bucks from the from the Texans and. 
I mean, that's why they cut him. They didn't do him. They didn't do him a solid. They cut him to say seventeen million dollars with no dead cap ramifications. And so, I mean, like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what the number comes in at. And he, I mean, realistically, he's probably going to have to make a decision. Like, does he want to? You know, is he willing to play a year for? You know, less than ten million. You know, is he willing to play a year for less than twelve million? What, what you know, what kind of deal is he willing to work out with a team that is a that, you know like if he wants to go to a contender and he wants to be involved in chasing a Super Bowl ring, he's mm-hmm. probably going to have to take way less than market value. And maybe what you do if you're the team that's, that's signing him is you do a two-year, you know, two-year deal, you know, with you know with a with a void you know, void option on that second year and a bunch of incentives on the first year. Where you know if you play 16 games, if you you know if you if you make it to the conference championship, you make it to the Super Bowl, whatever it is. I mean, I think what you'll see is the number that comes out for what JJ Watt signs for. The first number, I, I bet the number is reported early. I bet the number is drastically higher than the actual number and that it is mostly an incentive-laden contract because that's how you can work around the salary cap to a degree in order to, 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 to get him you know, on your roster, in, on a contender, you know, in a year where we're going to see the salary cap be a lot lower than people you know, are used to. With Will Brinson, CBS Sports, uh, less than a week away, Will, we're going to start to see the franchise tag slapped on certain players. Which teams and players are you keeping a close eye on? Uh, the one, the one that I really don't want to see is Kenny Galladay and the Lions. You know, I mean, they they're oh. next. They're number they're number one free agent just because I love Kenny Galladay. I don't want to stop yeah. in Detroit. Um, you know, their number one receiver currently under contract is Quintus Cephas. So, yeah, that's good luck with that, Jared Goff. Um, and, you know, as a result, it makes a lot of sense that Detroit's not just going to let Kenny Galladay walk. I mean, there, I think a lot of people probably believe he was healthy enough to play at the end of last year, and he just wasn't going to take that chance to come back for a, a bad team, you know, fired its coach, and, um, you know, like sort of like A.J. Green the year before. You know, you're not going to – don't, you know, justifiably, again, don't put your – you know, don't put your body and your, your career earnings at risk for a team that stinks. Um, so I, I think, I think that one is, uh, th- that's probably the most notable one for me. I mean, I think I, you know, Aaron Jones would be interesting too. You mentioned him, you know, would the Packers consider that they drafted AJ Dillon, would Jamal Williams is going to be cheaper. Um, you know, and obviously Dak Prescott, you know, that's, that seems like sort of a fait accompli with Dak and, and the Cowboys having to use the franchise tag because, I don't know that Jerry Jones is willing to get to 40 million a year for Dak, which is what he wants. And, you know, if they go down this road of second franchise tag, man, you're, 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 you're venturing into Kirk Cousins waters and that's can get a little dicey for the team that drafted you. Well, if you had to place a bet, where do you think Carson Wentz takes his next snap? And then uh, Deshaun Watson, do you think there's any chance he actually gets moved uh, from Houston? Um, yeah, I do. It ultimately boils down to is Deshaun Watson principled enough to skip paychecks and force the Texans hand? And can he impart that desire, that principle to the Texans before, you know, like before, before training camp actually comes around? Because I think, you know, the trade probably has to happen. I mean, certainly it could happen closer to the year, but, you know, as teams are building out their rosters, I mean, this is a pretty big component. And if you're the Texans and you are going to deal him, you know, you, I think you want to do it before the draft, right? <laughs> like you, you don't want to, you could do it for future picks, but you know, if you're trying to get a high pick, you know, 
it's better. You don't want to. You want to get the high picks from the team before you give them to Sean Watson because Deshaun Watson is going to make that team better and give them a worse draft pick. So if you're talking about the Jets or the Dolphins or even the Panthers, um, you know, then then I think we you know we start to look at the Texans needing to make a move now. If I had to if I had to guess, if I was placing a bet, and I don't know what the odds are. I'm sure they're somewhere offshore, maybe even bet bet, bet Rivers. I guess is who you guys use. Um, Points bet. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, points bet. Sorry, whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay. I was gonna say William Hill, but uh, I was like, I know it's not that. That's, that's your bad. that's your other show. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, points bet. Yeah. It, so you go to points bet and see if you can find the odds. I would guess the Panthers are like five to one or eight to one, somewhere in that range. I'm not entirely sure, but that's who I would bet on because if you look at Carolina, right? They have uh, first of all, they have a need. You know, they they benched Teddy Bridgewater for PJ Walker down the stretch last year, and I don't think he's a long term answer either. Um, they they have a guy in Teddy they can send back to the other team who can raise the floor of that team, and you know, at least show, hey, you know, we have a starting quarterback that doesn't, you know, that isn't, you know, some jabroni off the street. They have a good draft pick in the first round, eighth overall. Um, you know, they have other high picks that they can give, and future picks, of course. They have young players they can send back, whether it's Christian McCaffrey. Or, uh, you know, even Brian Burns, I think, is probably the guy that the Texans would look at more more likely than CMC, who was bandied about yesterday. Uh, and more importantly, they have an owner in David Tepper who, you know, comes from, you know, a hedge fund. Like, he's an aggressive investor. And he tried, they went out and tried to get Matthew Stafford, which I think surprised a lot of people that they were so in on Stafford. And I just think that he might be willing to up the ante, knowing that if they get to Sean Watson, it potentially – elevates Carolina into an immediate contender. It gives them a a cornerstone to build around who's already under contract for a reasonable amount of money. And, you know, it's a big splash play. I mean, David Tepper, you guys have seen this, but at Appaloosa trading, which is his hedge funds company, he literally had on his, on his desk, a gigantic pair of brass testicles. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like, for Deshaun Watson, like I mean, like literally a giant pair of brass testicles on his desk. Like, you think that guy's going to shy away from giving up some assets for Deshaun Watson? You know, like one of the top, like one of the three top guys you would draft if you were starting a franchise right now. Um, as far as Wentz goes, you know, it's I mean, it, it sounds like something's going to get done. The problem is if neither. Yeah, Howie Roseman's been trying to drum up, you know, interest in in you know in Wentz and like make it sound like teams want to, you know, you hear this like, oh, they're going to get first round picks for him. That was never happening. That was that was, I said it was garbage from the get go, and it just didn't happen. And, and it basically sounds like it's who who you know, it's either the Bears or the Colts. Carson wants to go to the Colts, but the Colts don't want to give the Eagles enough to get him back. So are they really are the are the, are the Eagles going to let Carson Wentz veto a trade? to the bears where, where they would get a better return just so you can go play with Frank Wright and, you know, and not get as much in return. That seems crazy. But this whole Wentz situation has just been wild from, from jump street since he was benched for Jalen hurts. 
And I mean, I, I just think they have to trade him at this point, and it's going to be a. It sounds like it's going to be a very disappointing return. So I would bet to actually answer your question, and you know, I would say Indy, which is probably a you know minus two fifty favorite or something like that, maybe minus five hundred if, if it's even up, and then uh, Carolina at sort of a longer shot. Yeah, it's interesting to hear uh, what Breer had to say yesterday, just talking about how Reich was a good cop in uh, Philadelphia and Filippo, who's with the Bears now, passing game coordinator, uh, kind of was the bad cop. Well, in addition to having an offensive line, having a stable organization, I mean, of course, Wentz prefers the Colts. You know, we, we, we've already spent much of the uh, the early portion of the offseason talking about all the quarterback movement and just these wild scenarios thrown out. Oh, is Russ going to try and get out of there? Is, is Aaron Rodgers, is Dak going to move? Uh, is, is there any way that uh, we walk away at the end of the season, just your average NFL fan, not so much fans of te- specific teams, uh, where in the end we say, boy, that was disappointed. We really hyped that up with all this quarterback movement, maybe 15, 20 starters changing spots and not much changes? Yeah, absolutely. I've been sort of thinking that in the back of my head, Joe. Can you know, we, I mean, it sort of happened last offseason, right? It was like, this is going to be the craziest offseason ever for quarterbacks. And the Brady thing was nuts. But, you know, it was basically, all right, River signs with the Colts, Brady goes to the Bucks, and then everything cooled down. I mean, I think it's a lot less likely that we're disappointed this offseason just because, you know, Wentz is going to get traded, and, you know, barring some surprising turn of events. And while the Texans are saying they're not going to trade Deshaun Watson, you know, again, if he is principled enough about this, they're, they're not going to really have a choice. And so I think Watson's really the domino, though, right? If Watson gets moved, then all of a sudden, you know, one of Teddy Bridgewater, two, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sam Darnold, you know, gets traded, or, or, or Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded. And if, if a Watson deal happens before the draft, suddenly there, it, it could just, I, I just think if, if Watson stays with the Texans, like, I don't think a lot of teams are going to make their moves until they know what's happening with Deshaun Watson because he's, you know, he's a known commodity. He is, you feel like you can get MVP caliber play out of him if you acquire him. So if you're San Francisco and you're contemplating some sort of action, or if you're Carolina and you're contemplating it, you know, are you really going to make another move? I mean, maybe Stafford, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you know, without knowing whether Watson would get dealt. But, like, you're not going to yeah. make some ancillary move without knowing about Watson, I don't think. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, BetQL Daily. Our guest, Will Brinson, covers the NFL for CBS Sports. Okay, top shot. Everyone's tweeting about it. I have bare bones knowledge. I'm still a little confused. What is it, and why did you decide to invest? All right, so I'm a, a nascent, nascent investor here, right? Um, I have one. Well, for, I just bought a pack of cards, basically. And so, like, I haven't. I didn't. I didn't buy like a. I didn't. I got in line, and they do these drops, right? And you get a. You get five moments inside the drop and the moment is just a highlight that you have the license to you to to own or to have right now it's you don't you don't you can't license it out you don't you know you don't own soul you know you don't own it in perpetuity it's not or maybe you do own it in perpetuity but you don't you know you don't you're not the sole owner of this of this moment and it's like a dunk a block a steal something like that it's a highlight you can see on youtube but the, the, the construct, I think, is really that it's just a digital trading card that happens to be a specific highlight. And there's a marketplace where you can buy and sell them. And it's like there's been a bunch of, there's been a flood of new people jumping yeah. in and the prices have skyrocketed. 
Awesome. Uh, Will Brinson, at Will Brinson, I, I think I might buy a pack now. 